Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Timmy. Okay, so this is like a big housing announcement yesterday, lots of attention. And then when I was trying to figure out what it was all about, I thought, well, this didn't seem like very much. Well, we sort of sat there going through there's a tech briefing started at nine and then a press conference with David Eby and validators and that ran till noon. So it was a big deal in terms of consuming time. Went through it. What's new? I mean, David Eby has been housing minister since before Christmas 2020 when John Horgan appointed him and he's been talking since then housing. So you go through this refreshed housing plan that they gave us yesterday. It runs I don't know, three dozen or so pages plus a PowerPoint presentation. What's actually new in there? Um, he wants to change zoning to impose, uh, to end single-family zoning and impose multiplexes and duplexes and triplexes, row housing on municipalities. He wants to legalize secondary suites, Everywhere in British Columbia, he wants to bring in a flipping tax against real estate. He'd been talking about that, some of that stuff, since he announced, yeah. well, some of it for months, right? And there's nothing new. There's, there's no details. We, we tried to, for example, yesterday, reporters said, well, well how is this flipping tax going to work? And E.B. said, well, you know, we're studying it. We're working on it, right? We don't want any unintended consequences. Well, you know, what, what would those be? How does it work? Uh, you ask him, uh, how is this overriding of municipalities going to work? Which municipalities they promised, Simi, they were going to pick eight to ten municipalities out there that were sort of the good guys, work with them first, and then bring in a legislation. Well, again, no details. Uh, wait till the fall. The legislation will be coming in after Thanksgiving, when the House sits in the fall. And so you put that together with we're in the middle of a housing crisis and it's urgent, and E.B. saying, I've got to he says he's got to show results for the next election. It's not like he's rushing into doing this stuff. And he, he got very defensive when he was asked about that, like, why do we have to wait nine months to find out what you're actually going to do? And he said, well, we've done a whole bunch of stuff already. And the problem with that, Simi, is that they gave us a bunch of numbers showing what they've done. Um, to be polite, the books were cooked. <laughs> I mean, seriously cooked. So... The NDP, when they brought in their housing plan in 2018, five years ago, they promised 114,000 units of affordable housing in 10 years. So we're at the halfway point. So David Eby gave us numbers yesterday to show that they've built two-thirds of those housing units, 75,000 units. And you're going, like, where do they come from? So you look at the list, Simi, they counted units built by CMHC, the federal housing agency. They counted units that are under construction. They counted units, 15,000 units that aren't even under construction that are just promised, right? They, they said, we right. support these and we're going to build these one of these days, right? Um, they claimed credit for 20,000 units of housing that were supposedly freed up by the speculation and vacancy tax. Never mind that some of those may have been freed up by Vancouver's empty homes tax. And anyway, there's no clear audit on those numbers. And you go through all this, Simi, how many units 
are actually open and occupied by people who want housing, it drops down to 18,000 units out of 114,000 promised, which is like, what, 16%? And even those numbers, Simi, they appear to include things like the modular housing they've put in to temporarily clear out homeless encampments and things. So, Vaughn, I don't get this. It's been years. Yep, I agree. I agree. But BC Housing is a troubled agency. The main delivery agency, Simi, for, for the BC government's housing programs is BC Housing. Well, EB ordered a review of it, fired the board. BC Housing is looking for a new CEO, and they haven't named the person yet. EB ordered a forensic audit into BC Housing, and, we, and they haven't given us that report yet, although they say they will one of these days. And EB himself admits that owing to lack of funding, BC Housing is only approving one of five applications for social housing. So the, the reason there's a huge holdup is no mystery, but in order to make it look good, they basically went out and cooked the books and concocted a whole bunch of housing units that the government had nothing to do with building or that aren't open yet. So is it possible then that this messaging that we heard yesterday, this emphasis, I mean, this to me feels like they're kind of laying the groundwork for what we're going to hear about in this BC housing report that's coming out and they're perhaps trying to deflect from that. I think so. I mean, I think partly um, David Eby's very, very ambitious and he laid out some very ambitious goals. Governing is very difficult. It is much easier, as opposition parties always discover, much easier to make promises than actually deliver. And the government is hamstrung by a couple of things that, you know, they're really unavoidable at this point. And they say this, right? A lot of the legislation, they now have committed to consult with First Nations. Well, there are 204 First Nations in British Columbia. So that's going to take a while, right? And some of them are you know, heavily engaged and ready, and some of them lack the resources to even assess the meaning of government legislation. And that's not, they just don't have the resources. They don't have the money. They don't have the lawyers. They don't have the experts in housing or forestry or whatever it is. So that's a reality that's out there. And another one is that, as I said, BC housing is a troubled, troubled agency. The Horgan government wanted housing so fast, they basically just said, just do it, created all kinds of problems. It takes a while to get housing projects approved and funded. I mean, one of the ones that jumped out to me, Simi, they're counting, claiming 20,000 units of rental housing were, quote, created by the speculation and vacancy tax. Well, you know, if you're going to count, impute, units created as a result of your tax policy, aren't you sort of obliged to go out and talk about all the units that didn't get built because you, you raised taxes and you brought in regulation to make it harder to get stuff built? I mean, it, it's not, I don't think it's what people expect when they heard the government say 114,000 units of affordable housing. I don't think they expected them to count basically what are containers that the homeless are being housed in temporarily while they're moved into more dignified housing. I don't think they expected the government to claim stuff that Ottawa's building. 
I'm not sure they even expected the government to claim student housing because, yes, it's needed, but no, it's not housing for families that are looking for affordable housing. So, I mean, it's clear to me we're in a housing crisis. That part of the plan is correct. We have some of the housing highest prices in North America. We have highest prices for rental, a huge shortage of housing. All that's true. You look at this plan and you go, so you're not going to get through the legislation until you introduce it in October. You're probably not going to start implementing it until 2024, and you're facing an election in 2024. So I just don't see this as an action plan, no matter what they call it. It looks to me like still slow motion response to an actual crisis. This is the part where I have I struggle with politics, Vaughn, <laughs> because I, everybody knows this is hard. It's not easy. Yeah. If it were easy, lots of politicians, parties would have been, we would have dealt with it already. So why not like be more honest with the public instead of trying to say, no, 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 we're doing this. Look how great we are. Why not say, listen, these are the challenges that we are facing? Because I think people understand there are challenges with this. Yeah. Well, I think they think they can get away with it. I mean, I think that's what you go. When you, when you cook the books as spectacularly as they did yesterday and, and, count all kinds of stuff that shouldn't be counted as housing, including stuff that they haven't even started building yet, I think they just go, ah, nobody will notice. Away we go. You know, if the premier goes out and says, uh, we're on your side and uh, we're going to deliver affordable housing, everybody goes, oh, okay, well, and he's dealing with it, right? Like I, I think the, they think that the lack of results and the delays and the failings won't catch up with them. I doubt that. I think it takes a while, but I think eventually people do notice that the results aren't there. I think a good example is all of the reporting, again, Simi, that we've heard on the public safety issue. Remember, that's another EB priority. We're going to deal with public safety. People need to feel safe in downtown. Well, look at the news coverage of the last few weeks. Does anybody feel safe in downtown? Do people feel safe on the bus? I mean, really? Yeah, we're accused, the news media, of exaggerating this stuff and and making a big deal of it. Well, first of all, how many people need to get stabbed on a bus before it's a big deal? Like, I would say that's one. How often does a mom pushing a buggy in downtown provincial capital getting attacked, how often does that need to happen before people get worried? I'd say once. So, you know, I think the coverage on these things takes time for it to build up, and, and it should because you need to watch and see and look at results, but I don't see the results on the public safety thing, and I don't think we're going to see results on the housing thing much mm-hmm. this year. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.